Good afternoon, folks. This is Chris Burroughs, VP of Government Affairs for TIA, and welcome to Episode 6 of the Advocacy Insights Podcast, recorded exclusively for TIA members. On today's podcast, I'm going to examine the policies that President Trump has undertaken in his first four years in office in terms of infrastructure improvements. Secondly, we're going to take a look at what a second term might look like. And finally, we'll take a look at what a potential uh, Biden administration might do to address these pressing concerns and needs within our nation's infrastructure's projects. Before we begin, I'd like to thank our podcast sponsor, Euler Hermes. Business leaders in the transportation industry are facing a lot of uncertainty right now. Is my company adapting fast enough? Will our customers actually pay us? Which pajamas should I wear for my conference call tomorrow? Euler Hermes can't help you pick the right pajamas, but their new risk monitoring tool, TradeScore, can help you pick creditworthy trading partners. Visit mytradescore.com to look at companies' trade risk profiles today. Euler Hermes, confidence in tomorrow. All right, let's begin with the podcast. First, let's take a look at what has happened since President Trump began office, uh, took, took the office of presidency on January 20th, 2017. Since 2017, the Trump administration has outlined goals to ensure that the U.S. improve its infrastructure needs. And one of the ways to achieve this was through eliminating the ease of the process of planning and construction and cutting the red tape. This red tape often tacks on and takes years to navigate before ground is even broken. As we sit here less than a month away from the FAST Act expiring on September 30th, 2020, which was the last service transportation bill signed into law uh, on December of 2015, there continues to be no major infrastructure bill passed because of political squabbles and pettifogging by both sides of the aisle. Transportation and infrastructure previously was one of the issues that could move regardless of the party in power and was considered one of the last bipartisan issues that Republicans and Democrats could come together to address. Unfortunately, that luxury no longer exists, in large part to the elimination of earmarks or congressionally directed funding where member of Congress could take home money to their districts and states for projects that directly impacted their voters. Now that power resides with the government bureaucrats and members of Congress yielded, yielded their right as elected officials and has created a situation of a stalemate of limited activity and action. Back to President Trump for a second. President Trump has consistently called for and released a few infrastructure proposals in the first four years, calling for trillion-dollar packages, uh, sometimes more, uh, to fix our crumbling infrastructure projects. With no large action taken, there's been some small steps taken that have made some, some impacts in the, in, the, in the space, and those areas included uh, providing those folks with funding. His really first proposal came back in 2017, his first year in office, with a six-page fact sheet that outlined a $200 billion investment from the federal government with incentives designed to spur further state, local, and private investment that could total as much as a trillion dollars. Similar plans have been released over the next couple of years, uh, obviously with, with little to no action. During the most recent address uh, of the State of the Union on February 4th, 2020, President Trump called for the passage of the Senate EPW infrastructure package to, quote, invest in new roads, bridges, tunnels all across our great lands. In terms of transportation and some of the smaller projects that I mentioned that President Trump's team has delivered on, uh, there have been a several projects dealing with in particular canals, ports, harbors, improvements to rural, uh, rural America, mostly centered around broadband, and civil aviation and public transportation improvements. In terms of regulatory items under the Trump administration, the DOT has made it clear that they would like to reduce burdensome regulations that affect businesses 
and provide the transportation industry with flexibility moving forward, like the new hours of service rules, which go into effect very soon. So now we've kind of seen what the first, uh, first, first, basically first four years of the Trump administration has been. Uh, obviously, you know, a lot of talk about infrastructure. Politically, it has not gotten done because it's become a hot button issue uh, in terms of funding and what that might look like. Just really briefly, let's just take a look at what a potential second term could look like under President Trump. And, and could we finally get it across the line in terms of addressing our infrastructure needs? Uh, if you look at President Trump's re-election campaign website, which is the first place we, we look and we look into these things, he outlines his priorities, uh, which include, include five bullet points here. Uh, one, rebuilding roads, bridges, railways, and other vital infrastructure. Two, broadband deployment projects to, to improve rural communities. Three, water and waste projects to help ensure families have access to clean water. Four, power and electric projects to provide rural areas with reliable, affordable power. And five, water resources projects to better manage flood risk and improve rural water supplies and waterways. In summary, yes, there hasn't been a lot of action, more words than anything else, but this is not too surprising in today's political environment. I think a second term of President Trump could potentially, unfortunately, kind of be you know, uh, the same situation with the first four years. Uh, hopefully, we get to a certain point where Republicans and Democrats can put their par partisan politics aside and come together as a nation and address our critical infrastructure needs. All right, so let's take a look at what a possible President Biden administration could look like in terms of infrastructure. Obviously, he's going to be faced with the same political problems that exist with President Trump. Um, again, first thing, we're, first thing we look at, we took a look at was President Biden's campaign website to see what he was talking about, what his talking points are, and what his mentions in infrastructure are. Uh, Vice President Biden makes several references to the need to address the critical infrastructure needs as a nation uh, and talks about how we're faced with a prof profound crisis while dealing with climate change and ties that to infrastructure. Vice President Biden calls for the, quote, Build Back Better plan, which ensures that coming out of this profound public health and economic crisis and facing the persistent climate crisis, we are never caught flat-footed again. He would launch a not national effort aimed at creating jobs, that are needed to build and sustain infrastructure now and deliver, uh, and deliver on clean energy for the future. Vice President makes several references to creating union jobs and points towards, towards the House PRO Act, which essentially makes California AB5 the law of the land for the entire nation, obviously an issue that's, that has been uh, and could, could potentially be kind of problematic for TI members. A quick Google search yields several results in terms of infrastructure on what a Biden administration might look like to address this growing need. Here are a few of his talking points mentioned in several sources. One, creating, as I mentioned, creating good union jobs that expand the middle class. Two, build modern and resilient infrastructure and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Three, broadband for everybody. Four, jumpstart repairs for highways, roads, and bridges. Next, improve tra transportation safety. Next, bring every, everyone to the table to find solutions. Tie infrastructure with new training programs to increase diversity in the transportation uh, marketplace and supply chain. Speed towards electric vehicles. And finally, establish requirements for low-carbon commercial motor vehicles. I think we could all agree that American infrastructure is in need of major improvement as we rank 10th in overall infrastructure in the world. Whoever is president in 2021, the time is now to put partisan politics aside, come together as a nation, and find a common sense solution to address these concerns. I personally will be paying very close attention to the presidential debate on September 29th 
to hear how many times infrastructure is mentioned. And, and again, we thank you so much for your membership and leadership during these tumultuous times. If you ever need anything, please don't hesitate to contact Scott or myself. Stay safe out there. This is your association and we need your voice. And thanks again to our podcast sponsor, Euler Hermes. Business leaders in the transportation industry are facing a lot of uncertainty right now. Is my company adapting fast enough? Will our customers actually pay us? Which pajamas should I wear for my conference call tomorrow? Euler Hermes can't help you pick the right pajamas, but their new risk monitoring tool, TradeScore, can help you pick creditworthy trading partners. Visit mytradescore.com to look at companies' trade risk profiles today. Euler Hermes, confidence in tomorrow.